طيب بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا we continue the second part on the rulings on oaths and in this part we will learn that the legal rulings regarding the matters of oath involve the five known rulings in Islam meaning the wajib, the obligatory, the recommended, the allowable and the makruh, the tested, the slight and the forbidden. So therefore in the beginning <coughs> the oath could be wajib, an obligation, if a, an obligatory matter depends upon it. If an obligatory matter depends upon it, then itself is an obligation. Like, for example, if it leads to the affirmation of a right. If it leads to the affirmation of a right. Or nullification of falsehood, then in this case, it is wajib. It is an obligation. You understand? Is that clear? For example, if the oath, the 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 uh, survival or or, or securing a, a some, someone's life from destruction, saving someone's life from destruction, if it depends upon the oath, then in this case the oath is wajib. Then in this case the oath is wajib. And also from that as an example. If someone is not able to uh, abandon singing, for example, except by an oath, then in this case his oath is wajib. Also, if his attendance of Salat al-Jama'ah, the congregational prayer, if it depends upon him making this oath so that he can attend the Salat al-Jama'ah, the congregational prayer, and then in this case his oath is wajib. Also from this, if a transgressor uh, swears to give the right of someone which he had unjustly taken, if that depends upon him, uh, if that the the execution of this returning the right to this individual depends upon taking the oath, then in this case, meaning that he he is not going to be able to do that except by taking the oath to make it asserted upon himself. Then in this case, the oath becomes wajib upon him so that he can perform this. Uh, act of returning the right to the uh, oppressed or from whom he had uh, against whom he had transgressed is this now clear with these examples is this clear now this is 
the situation where the oath uh, is of the wajib type. Wajib type. Type. Also, it can be of the recommended type. Recommended. If a recommended matter depends upon making the oath. If a recommended matter depends upon making the oath. Like, for example, reconciling between people. Reconciling matters and disputes between people. Also, removing, for example, uh, enmity, enmity and hatred between, between, uh, between people. This is recommended. This is recommended, mustahab. So, the oath which leads to that, meaning if it depends upon that, then in this case the oath is, is uh, recommendable. The third is, it is allowable, mubah, if an allowable matter depends upon making the oath. Like, for example, he makes the oath to, making an oath to put on the thawb, the garment, the clothes. Included in this, of course, is al yameen, the unintentional uh, oath included in this. This is from the allowable. Like in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 589, this is of the allowable type, 589. The unintentional in Surah Al-Ma'idah, قال الله تعالى لا يؤخذكم الله باللغو في أيمانكم ولكن يؤخذكم بما عقدتم الأيمان. Allah will not punish you for what is unintentional in your oaths, but He will punish you for your deliberate oaths. Now, like for example. If he swears on a matter where he thinks he is truthful or believes he is truthful regarding it and he makes an oath on that, then this is allowable. This is an example on the allowable. Now, the fourth type is the detested, makruh, disliked. Again, this is of the type where if a disliked matter depends upon making this oath, then it is disliked. Like, for example, if he makes an oath to travel alone. If he makes an oath to travel alone. Or if he makes an oath uh, to pray while he is holding uh, the, the need for uh, relieving himself. And the like. If he makes an oath to pray while holding himself from uh, relieving uh, or from... Uh, yes, uh, responding to the call of nature. Is that clear? Is that clear? This is makruh. This is detested. This is disliked. Fifthly, and the oath is forbidden if a forbidden matter depends upon it. The oath is forbidden if uh, a forbidden matter depends upon it. So, for example, if it leads to 
nullification of a right or affirmation of falsehood, then it is forbidden. Clear? Clear? Example, if he swears not to attend the congregational prayers, if he swears not to attend the congregational prayers, or if he swears to deny the right of someone. Now, and after mentioning this, one should remember that the legal thing is to preserve the oaths and not to have it frequent unless there is a clear legal benefit. This is in light of the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His command in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 89. Qala ta'ala, wahfadhu aymanakum. Wahfadhu aymanakum. And preserve your oaths. What does it mean? What does it mean? This comprises three meanings. The preservation of the oaths. The first meaning, the first meaning, to preserve it initially in the beginning by not having frequent oaths made, to hold oneself from making frequent oaths. Check, uh, check, uh, check 589 instead of 289. Al Al-Ma'idah, Surah Al-Ma'idah. No. So this is the first thing. This is the first thing. And protect your oaths. Don't swear much. Yeah. So the first meaning here is to preserve 
to begin with, at the start, initially. Don't swear much. The second meaning is in the course after making the oath by not breaking it, unless, unless it is a wajib, an obligation. The third is to protect your oaths at the end. What does it mean? If you break, then you expiate. All of these meanings are included in the command وَحْفَظُوا أَيْمَانَكُمْ in 589 and protect your oaths. And it is here very important to note that in the book of Tawheed by Sheikh Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab rahimahullah, he put a chapter entitled Babun ma jaa fi kathratil halif chapter concerning what is mentioned regarding frequent oaths. What's the relation of this title to the book of Tawheed? What's the relation of this title to the book of Tawheed? That is because frequent or swearing much indicates that there is lack of reverence in the heart of the one who swears much regarding the magnification of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we know that the magnification of Allah is from the perfection of Tawheed. You understand? You understand? And that's the relevance, that's the relevance of this chapter which he, rahimahullah, has included in his book on the Tawheed of Allah Azza wa Jal. And if the person makes Allah his merchandise, you know, then he will, what? He will swear so much. And if he does so, then he will lie in his oaths. You understand? In fact, in fact, in the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud raised to the Prophet ﷺ, as in Sahih al-Bukhari, the Prophet ﷺ said, خَيْرُ النَّاسِ قَرْنِي And this is also in Sahih Muslim. We take Sahih al-Bukhari, volume 3, hadith, book number 48, hadith 820, خير الناس قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ثم يجيء قوم تسبق شهادة أحدهم يمينه ويمينه شهادته. The best or the people of my generation are the best and those who follow them and those who follow them follow the latter. And after that, there will come some people whose witness will go ahead of their oaths. And their oaths will go ahead of their witness. And we discussed this hadith in the uh, discussions related to 
the softening of the hearts. Now, this brings the end of this part, and inshallah the next part we will talk about the uh, forms of oaths. The forms of oaths. Wallahu ta'ala ala wa alam wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa sallam wa sallam wa sallam wa sallam